coming up on today's Heavenly Wit Monday. I am your host, Teresa Ann, and you are joining my podcast or YouTube channel, Let's Talk with Teresa Ann. So the last two weeks, I have been doing a series called Subtweeting Myself, and that's where I go back to my past video archives to see anything that I have taught that was incorrect, that wasn't truth, and then highlighting the lie by revealing truth, which is really what repentance looks like. But on today's episode, I'm going to make a little turn uh, because it's regarding Peter. And in 2 Peter, it's a letter that he's writing and he, he believes he's about to be martyred. And he's warning the church of false teachers. So in 2 Peter 3, I wanted to highlight that today. Um, But have you heard of the saying, knowledge is power? But before I continue on, I wanted to highlight something that if you have been watching Let's Talk with Teresa Ann for a number of years, you remember that probably for the first two years, there was a common theme in every single episode. Do you remember what that theme was? If you can guess and write in the comments on the video, that would be awesome and hilarious because if you do, I'm going to enter your name into a drawing to win something fun. Not huge, but something fun. So are you ready? Okay. So what was the thing that you would see in every single episode of Let's Talk with Teresa Ann. A coffee mug. If you guessed it, you're absolutely right. So today I am highlighting this coffee mug from my friend, Jennifer Allwood. She wrote a book called Fear is Not the Boss of You, and that's exactly what this coffee mug says. This is what her book looks like. Fear is not the boss of you. So if you haven't received this book yet, make sure you go to Amazon.com and order your book now. If you have ordered it and you've read it, make sure you write a review. Okay, so with that said, let's get our coffee mugs ready. I want you to feel like you're sitting with me in my studio and we're just getting to chat away. I love it when I hear some of my viewers are actually talking back to me. And one more thing, I want to highlight those regular viewers, which it's a list that's definitely growing. And so here we go. Are you ready? I want to say hi to Carrie, Angela, Trisha, Paola, Tanya, Linda, Jessica, Carol, Lena, Heather, Nicole, Ebony, Carissa, Terry, Christy, Misty, Alexis, Janet, Tiffany, Selena, Angela, and Christy Orr. And if I've left anybody out, I did not mean to, but I want to say welcome to those of you who I didn't get to mention. So this is what's coming up next. We're going to talk about knowledge and is knowledge of anything really power? That's what's coming up next. So I wanted to highlight 2 Peter 3 because in 2 Peter, um, it's a letter from Peter to the church 
really warning them of the end times and of false teachers. And so with that, I wanted to read to you what he said about what to grow in and why. So it says, this is my second letter to you, dear friends. And in both of them, I have tried to stimulate your wholesome thinking and refresh your memory. I want you to remember what the holy prophet said long ago and what our Lord and Savior commanded through your apostles. Most importantly, I want to remind you that in the last days, scoffers will come mocking the truth and following their own desires. Doesn't that sound so familiar right now? They will say, what happened to the promise that Jesus is coming again? From before the times of our ancestors, everything has remained the same since the world was first created. They deliberately forget that God made the heavens long ago by the word of his command. And he brought the earth out from the water and surrounded it with water. Then he used the water to destroy the ancient world with a mighty flood. And by the same word, the present heavens and earth have been stored up for fire. They are being kept for the day of judgment when ungodly people will be destroyed. But you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. Wow. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. But the day of the Lord will come as unexpectedly as a thief. Then the heavens will pass away with a terrible noise, and the very elements themselves will disappear in fire, and the earth and everything on it will be found to deserve judgment. Since everything around us is going to be destroyed like this, what holy and godly lives you should live. Looking forward to the day of God and hurrying it along. On that day, he will set the heavens on fire and the elements will melt away in the flames. But we are looking forward to new heavens and new earth. He has promised a world filled with God's righteousness. And so, dear friends, while you're waiting for these things to happen, make every effort to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in his sight. So we want to know what to do while we're waiting for him to return. This is what it is. Make every effort to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in his sight. And remember, our Lord's patience gives people time to be saved. Wow. This is what our beloved brother Paul also wrote to you with the wisdom God gave him. 
speaking of these things in all of his letters. Some of his comments are hard to understand, and those who are ignorant and unstable have twisted his letters to mean something quite different, just as they do with the other parts of Scripture, and this will result in their destruction. You already know these things, dear friends, so be on guard. Then you will not be carried away by the errors of these wicked people and lose your own secure footing. Rather, you must grow. Listen, you must grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All glory to him, both now and forever. Amen. So, all in all, in order to wait and to do it the way he's called us to, which is to live peaceful and blameless lives before the Lord, what must we do? We must grow in the grace and knowledge of the world, of current events, no, of books, no. Those are all great. Those are all good. But at the end of the day, we are to grow in the grace, the empowerment that allows us to have the knowledge of who Jesus Christ is. Do you want to grow? I want to grow. That's how we grow, in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. As you're wanting to grow in the knowledge of whatever it is that you have a passion for, our greatest passion gets to be Jesus. And so as we grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ, we'll be able to wait steadfastly in him until the day approaches of his return. We're getting opportunities every single day to be the light. And a lot of times those opportunities look like attacks. So today, let's really reflect back on all the knowledge that we've gained and see this, that when we grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ, that we again will see his mission in the midst of the battle. As the subtitle of my book, Heavenly Wit says, seeing mission fields in the midst of battlefields. And so I'm reminded of the first letter of Peter, 1 Peter 4, verse 12. He says this, he says, Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you're going through as if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad, for these trials make you partners with Christ in suffering, so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it is revealed to all the world. If you are insulted because you bear the name of Christ, you will be blessed for the glorious spirit of God rests upon you. 
if you suffer, however, it must not be for anything else but for him. It better not be for murder or stealing or making trouble or prying into other people's affairs. But it is no shame to suffer for being a Christian. Praise God for the privilege of being called by his name. For the time has come for judgment, and it must begin with God's household. And if judgment begins with us, what terrible fate awaits those who have never obeyed God's good news? And you can keep reading. But it talks about humbling ourselves before him so that he can exalt us. And this is how we live a life of being humble. Is we remember over and over again that he is our first love. That we get to love him because he first loved us. And that we are not surprised by the fiery trials that take place, even though it's hard and it's difficult. He's wanting us to see that the suffering is not the narrative. It's the joy of the coming glory of God to be revealed. That's the true narrative. That is the true narrative. When he said, don't let your hearts be troubled, for you will have trouble in this world. But take heart, for I have overcome the world. How did he overcome? With love. And in that promise, the narrative was never about the troubles. It was troubles are going to happen. That's what life is. It's full of troubles. A few victories here and there, but a lot of troubles. But that's not the narrative. The narrative is that I have overcome the world. When we hear John 10.10, that the enemy comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But the narrative is this, that I have come and to give life and life more abundantly. Do you see that we've allowed the hardness of life to become the narrative of our lives instead of the faithfulness of God in the midst of the hard and the difficult. So I'm going to go back to this. I'm going to go full circle. Let's grow in the grace and the knowledge of who? Of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for joining me on today's Heavenly Wit Monday. And remember what Heavenly Wit Monday is all about. Seeing mission fields in the midst of battlefields. And Let's Talk with Teresa Ann is all about bold inspiration, revealing God's goodness. Thank you so much for joining me on Heavenly Wit Monday. Now, this is a call to action. If you have not yet subscribed to my YouTube channel, will you please do so now? And if you liked the content on my YouTube episode today, will you please share it with your friends and family? Thank you so, so much. 
And also, if you haven't yet written a review on the books that I mentioned today, simply go to Amazon.com and write a review after you read my book. Thank you so much and have a great day.